0: Welcome to the podcast. Wait, that, that was live, Jerry. Um, hello, guys. Hi, hi. How are you? Welcome back. How's your gallon of
1: water today?
0: G- good to see you. Hey. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. Let's never do that again. It feels like eternity. Our fans are turning on us. Who? I actually got a text from my dad late one night i think it was like it must have been a tuesday night and all it said was what the heck no pod this week (laughs) it was so so funny yeah he lives in in mexico so he's like dude this is my this is what i live for brother
1: (laughs) um what's up guys yeah i was i just felt kind of like empty last week yeah Like, like a part of me was missing like i give so much of myself to this podcast for
0: sure man you you really do. Out of your way. I'm consistently bringing some type of meat product. <laughs> Speaking of which, what would you bring today, buddy? I got a plate of chicken today. Plate of meat plate today. Plate ch- 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 <laughs> of chicken. Ch- ch- chicken. <laughs> yeah, so it uh, looks like it's a grilled form. Did you make that, or is it from a bag? Okay, so you didn't from make it. Bag. Very cool. It's actually quite a uh, pleasant smell compared to the traditional meat tray you bring. So true. That's true. We yeah. all agree on that. Alright guys, so let's just get back into it. How, how was your guys' week? What happened? Anything new? You, eat anything fun? Where are we at? I saw you took a couple trips to Los Angeles, is that correct? Yeah,
2: I went to LA with the sis. We Love it. ate all the foods. Like mostly that's why I go to LA. Yeah, definitely. The foods and like the museums. Sure, sure, you, sure. You just can't get that here in the ribs.
0: No, you definitely cannot. What, any good places we should check out?
2: Okay, there's this place that I saw on Instagram probably like a year and a half ago that I've been really wanting to try. It's called Creme.
0: Oh, I think I've heard of it.
2: It's like they only have one flavor of ice cream, but you can get multiple toppings. Okay. And instead of a spoon, they give you a mini shovel to eat it with.
0: <laughs> That's funny. So that was I like the that. Highlight. That's cool. I
1: love that. What's the flavor of ice cream?
2: Just like vanilla.
1: <laughs> That's kind of weird to me. What, an ice cream what flavor shop with, would you have had? Have you heard
0: of one ice cream? Sh- an ice cream shop with one flavor? Well, their thing isn't about the ice cream as much as the toppings, probably.
1: Yeah, but everybody probably offers the same toppings. Was there anything crazy?
2: There's like match. It's all powder, so it's kind of subtle. So it's like coffee, cocoa, matcha. They had fruity pebbles.
0: Yeah, so if I'm getting those options, I don't want to, like, taint it with, like, a peppermint ice cream or something. Amen. You know what I mean? Jerry? <laughs> but you
1: always get pistachio ice cream.
0: I know, but if the place is, like, you don't focus on the cream as much as the toppings, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know.
2: Don't hate it till you ate it.
0: Hey, shots! Chop, chop! <laughs> Jared, did you do anything fun lately, this past couple of weeks?
1: Well, it actually was my fault we didn't have a podcast last week. It was my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jerry. I'm 25, in case <laughs> you guys are wondering. Because you act like you're 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually probably true. Um But we had a great weekend. We went up to Santa Barbara, Los Olivos, a little wine tasting. That's right. I heard about that. Got to hang with my friends that started it up there. It's pretty sweet. Started from the bottom. Now they're there. It's pretty cool. It's called Wayland Wine Company. (laughs) (laughs) Must have been good, man. Sorry, that chicken was really dry. (laughs) The plate of meat is not working out today. Cool. <clears throat> Glad you got some time Whalen, away. Yeah, Wayland Wine Company, guys. Check it out. Los Olivos. Not really, sponsored really, by Really cool stuff there. Yet. But the town is great. A bunch of like local food places, like really fresh, organic. I saw you did like
0: a little acai bowl action. Acai
1: bowl in Santa Barbara. It was really, really good. Very Massive. Cool. So great bang for your buck.
0: Um. So yesterday was Mother's Day. Shout out to all the moms. Did you guys have a good Mother's Day? Jerry, this is your first Mother's Day.
1: Without a I'm not a mother, so <laughs> interesting. But
0: playing the role of the dad. And I
1: have been part of other mothers' days for my own <laughs> mother. <You guys laughs> say what Gosh, Taylor's so <laughs> um, Yeah. So my wife's pregnant. We're doing eight weeks. So excited. Yeah, I got a little picture frame, and there's a gift on the way. Oh, don't tell her because she might be listening. She won't doubt it. (laughs) It's a Patagonia jacket. Hopefully, she gets it before this is on.
0: Oh, that's a great gift. Yeah, she has no idea. Back a little bit, man. Those things are expensive.
1: Hey, baby wants what baby gets. Oh, totally, brother. I said that backwards. Whatever.
0: We got the point. (laughs) So we had Mother's Day yesterday. We took our kid to Color Me Mine, which is the overpriced paint-your-own ceramic (laughs) material object. But let me tell you with a 1-year-old kid who just lives to eat paint. It was just the best. Like so much fun. He loved it. We did his whole handprint on the mug. That was kind of my gift for my wife was like, I want to get you a mug cuz I know you love coffee. So, wait, you put your hand paint, your handprint on a mug? Yeah, I put my hand paint on a mug, Jared. No, it was my son, you silly boy. Uh, So that was really fun. And then she blessed me with the opportunity. She said, well, I said to her, what do you want for dinner? And she looked at me and she's like, I would really like a Chicago deep dish from Romano's. So you better believe we munched down on that Chicago deep dish, which means today for lunch, I get a little leftover Chicago deep dish. No big deal. But I'm pretty psyched about it. All right. Should we get into today's? entrees if you will
2: 100 <laughs> percent, yes
0: okay cool um first of all thank you Ellen, so much for picking up these delicious delectables here um jared could you give us a brief history on the topic
1: yeah we're eating pupusas today let's give it a round of applause for pupusa yeah,
0: pupusa.
1: yeah the good old pupusas <laughs> a known yeah get great it. food by the el salvadorian and honduran people Okay, uh, it was created back in early centuries ago. Really popular. <laughs> early centuries <ago. laughs> was really popular in some of the local communities. Well, it was actually not like a a countrywide like delicacy. A lot of people in different counties of El Salvador didn't actually know what a pupusa was. Oh, okay. But because of the war that they were at, different people had to migrate to different counties, and that's how it became famous. And then people migrating to the U.S. made it like one of these worldwide things in like a local kind of a local food thing and food truck for other places. So it was actually in 2011. It was Whoa. by The Guardian named the best food, best street food in New York in 2011. So that's no a pretty way. big deal. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, came from origin, small county, community in El Salvador. Now over here to the U.S. A lot of people love them, know them. We're going to try them. We got a few different options today. It's pretty exciting.
0: Love it. So, Ellen, this is a place in Riverside that you picked these up. Is it a new place?
2: Yes. Um, It didn't seem new. Okay. It seemed like super authentic, kind of hole in the wall ish, called, I believe it was Pupuseria La Sierra. So, it's okay. on La Sierra Street. And yeah, not too far from CBU.
0: They have a Dynamite Yelp review I saw. They
2: do. So and they all say, like, don't freak out. It'll take a little bit to get your food, but it's worth it.
0: Okay, so it does It does take a bit to make because they make them fresh.
2: Yeah, totally fresh.
0: I love that. So um, I think we should just get right into them. Agreed. We have a variety of flavors. Can you hit us with the flavors, Ellen, real quick?
2: Yes. So we have chicken and cheese. We have pork, bean, and cheese. We have jalapeno and cheese, and recommended by the lady who helped me check out zucchini. So <laughs> we'll I'm see. okay with Shout that. Shout out to the, the vegetarians.
0: If she thinks that's the best, I'm gonna totally try it, guys. I'm totally pumped for this. What? So I had never heard of a pupusa until you guys were like, "Oh my gosh, papusa is I, I and I was like, "You guys, chill out." Really? The iii was that? What
1: is a pupusa? You are so extra these so days. It kind of. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It kind of looks like a a quesadilla, yeah. But like, well, it's a self enclosed quesadilla. That's it's a perfect, it's a f-
1: stuffed corn tortilla with these different options that they put in each one. But
0: it looks like a flour tortilla from where I'm sitting.
1: But it is a corn tortilla. Unbelievable. Let's just dive right in. Taylor and Ellen taking their first bite. We got. We well, you know which one we're we're trying here first.
0: I think it's the chicken cheese. I'm gonna dip mine. Chicken
1: cheese. Cool. Talon's dipping his in the sauce. Ellen's trying zucchini. I'm going to try some myself here.
0: That's really good. It's definitely a corn tortilla. (laughs) You guys were right about that one.
2: The zucchini's good, but it just tastes like cheese. You can't really taste the zucchini.
1: Do all of them have cheese in them? Most will, yeah. Okay. So I had the jalapeno one. It was bomb. Super good. But I love these things. Brings me back to when I was in El Salvador, you know? You know, she was just in that kitchen cooking the pupusas for us all days or working hard in the field. What I put are down you <laughs> <talking about? laughs> I went on she <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I like forgot her name. That's why I said <laughs> G But in high school I went on this mission trip and we were serving the local communities. We were working at like a children's school, like a sh- little shelter. And the ladies there that were in charge of like the thirty kids that they would watch would make the kids pupusas and that this would be like every meal that they would serve like breakfast, lunch, dinner. We had pupusas for like a week straight in El Salvador. It was like one of the coolest things, but like watching them like make it and like them teaching us how to make it, which I totally forget. But all that stuff was really cool. And Then me and Tatiana, one little girl, she's like four years old. Cutest thing. I was there. It was so cool to hang out with her all day and play. And then we'd sit down and just munch on some of them pupusas. It was so good. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Man. Never forget it.
0: Yeah. It seems like it holds a really good place in your heart. I just had a bite of I think all of them. No, I still have to try the jalapeño one. It's it's good. I mean, it's really good. It has it has like that Hispanic flavor to it, but you wouldn't probably find this on a you know, taqueria menu. Well, obviously you wouldn't. But it it captures like like I like the it has like a thicker tortilla, which is nice. Like there's more bang for your buck with that
1: kind of like a taco bell chalupa tortilla it's it
0: kind of like the is or like a gordita yeah yeah
2: i think because they're not like they were purchased like 30 minutes ago i think usually i can't pick them up to eat them i have to eat them with a knife and fork oh really yeah okay. usually they're like pretty warm and they're kind of like you know stuffed with stuff and you just can't really pick it up
0: yeah these are bomb these are delicious <clears throat> i really like it, it tastes like a quesadilla like it tastes like a really good hearty corn tortilla and quesadilla.
1: Nice and greasy. Like, this would easily be a street food, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I can see why people like it. I would take this over a hot dog most days, I think.
2: How's the sauce? Value-adder?
0: Here's the thing. Like, the sauce is really good, but I if there's ever like an opportunity for hot sauce, I always take it. I'm a big hot sauce fan. You guys knew that about me. I, it's good. It, it adds something. It's not necessary I don't think but it's really good I really like the zucchini one I was not expecting that
1: so far my favorite's been the jalapeno and then the chicken and bean one for sure so I have no
0: papusa experience until today very satisfied very pleased where does this rank amongst your papusa experiences does it meet your El Salvador uh, flavors that you like or yeah where you
1: at well, in El Salvador, like all we had was the bean and cheese. We didn't have any meat in ours. It was just strictly bean and cheese. So with these different added flavors, like yeah, there's a huge win there. But it also doesn't have like that special place in my heart that El Salvador does with that great woman who created these for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally, man. I mean, that's understandable. But like, I mean,
1: they're really good.
0: Yeah. So these are these meat. These met expectations. expectations okay. um, absolutely. Great, great. Ellen, what do you think?
2: So my previous pupusa experience is at Grand Central Market in L.A. I actually did eat one last week as well when I went back again.
0: Oh, nice. So you love these things.
2: So this is only my third time having them, but I'm hooked. But I have to say, I think I actually like these better than the ones in L.A. Wow. I think so. I think there are more. They feel heartier. I like them.
0: So in El Salvador, this is, like, all they eat.
1: This is a pretty, like, main dish. Yeah. I mean, because it's just, like, corn, you know, and then, or, like, the tortilla portion. I don't even know how they make that. But, like, I think it's, like, corn mash that they, like, fry up into these things and then just stuff with beans and cheese. Like, it's pretty, like, it's not expensive, you know. It's a pretty cheap thing for them to make. That's, like, it fills you up if you have, like, ten of these things. They kind of stack them like flapjacks there. It's awesome. (laughs) And you just stack, like, four or five on your plate at once. Is it
0: insensitive to call it, like, a Hot Pocket? Because it kind of has, like, it's like a pocket
1: pouch. I personally don't take offense to that, but I'm sure somebody does, so. Understandable. <laughs> but, yeah, these are great. Guys, if you've never tried a pupusa, you got to go Google Yelp your local pupuseria, Get your hands on one of these. They're great.
0: Let's give our final reviews. How many chops do you give these bad
1: boys? Specifically, the restaurant... Would you go back here? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I mean, I've never been there, but based off the quality of what I just ate, yeah, I'd go back. Um, I have to give it, like, a four or four and a half out of five.
0: So, yeah, you guys love these things. Yeah, these things are really good. (laughs)
1: Like, I would almost prefer these over, like... Would you get this over a taco? I might. Wow. I mean... What would be cool is if, like, these these were made a little bit bigger. These were, like, the taco shell. and Then you still fill it with, like, some guac and stuff, you know? Yeah, sure. Maybe that would be cool. That's a good idea.
0: Um, Like the Papusa su- Supreme? Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking.
1: Maybe put some other beef options in there. Whatever, you know. You're a big know.
0: meat guy. I get that.
1: Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, these are great. They totally hit the spot. I don't go to a Papusaria enough. But I definitely should. This should be something added to the menu. Me, my wife should should go. She's never had them, so I think we've got to try oh, these Oh, She'd together. love them. Oh, I think she would. Yeah, yeah.
0: I uh, I really like these again. Never had one, so I'm totally satisfied and and very pleasantly surprised. Um, I agree with you guys. I would if there was like sour cream guacamole option, I'd probably knock that out as well. I think it would just pair really well. Um, would I choose it over a taco? Probably not because I mean tacos are have been around forever and I they always just hit my taste buds well.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that's a fair question though because like it's really not equivalent to a taco. It's probably sure. more equivalent to like a quesadilla with like chicken quesadilla. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I I thought about that as as I I was saying it. So, I think you're right. If there is a flour option, I'd love to try that as well. That might be kind of good. But Jared's nodding his head. No way.
2: I think you guys are onto something. We could do like a taco pupusa fusion
0: food truck
2: and use the pupusas as the taco.
0: That's an awesome idea.
1: Ellen, don't give away our ideas. That's intellectual property (laughs) listeners. Don't you dare start one. We heard it here first.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give this a a four out of five chomps. I think. so. really enjoyed the pupusas. Ellen, what's up?
2: I'm with you. Four out of five. Perfect. I love it. I'd go back there for sure. I gotta find one in Corona. All the cities need a papuseria.
1: <laughs>
0: Preach it, sister.
1: Um, cool. So that like this is such an underrated <laughs> food. Like I'm not. We can't stop this. This is an underrated food. People it's an need to be more food. aware of.
0: Totally. I mean, z- I literally had never heard about it. Because usually you guys when you think something. of like
1: Mexican or Spanish style food, like all you think about is like tacos, burritos. You know, you don't really think about like a or like this type of eatery. But you gotta check them out absolutely i'm on the same the horizons guys this is incredible stuff here
0: wow i've never heard you more passionate about anything in your life i just i'm
1: come to the conclusion that i love me a pupusa hey mahen all
0: right when we get back we have a buttload yeah i went there a buttload of mba stuff to talk about all right pupusa out (laughs) Welcome back to Food Hoops and Other Things. Once again, sorry about the extended break, but you know what? We're back, and we're firing on all cylinders. Now we're going to do what we do best and talk about the NBA. All right, Jared. Hit us with some knowledge.
1: The Cavs are incredible. In round two.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, they (laughs) lost pretty hard.
1: The Warriors dominated. Pelicans didn't stand a chance. They just didn't have enough. Like They looked like they did against the Blazers. So, yeah, we took a week off. Sorry, should I have we, explained that? <laughs> no, no, it's fine.
0: We we didn't really talk about round two at all on the last episode. It, uh, to me, it was, like, a pretty big disappointment with the exception of the Celtics-Sixers series. Like, I just like, was, like, pretty bummed out the whole time. Like, the Pelicans looked incredible in round one, and then the Warriors destroyed them. They won one game, and it wasn't even, like, that incredible like you could just tell the warriors were off that night and they weren't going to put in much effort but then all the other games they totally destroyed him and i would say the same about the rockets even though the rockets it was a little bit more like jazz were still on that high but then in game three it was like a complete slaughterhouse
1: yeah jazz who was awful
0: yeah so that was just a bummer and totally disappointing and then the main thing we miss is just, like, how incredible LeBron James was in that Raptors series. Like, I mean, he basically single-handedly got Dwayne Casey fired, which is, like, really crazy to think about. The coach
1: of the year, by the way. Who was
0: voted the coach of the year by the other coaches. And then LeBron James comes in and, and basically torches them. And that's how it's been, you know, the past several years between that conference and LeBron James. So
1: that was really cool,
0: really interesting.
1: Uh, we can't forget about your Seventy Sixers and Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, what a what a that great hurt, man. what a great player he is, right, Tal- <laughs> right, Taylor?
0: Here's the deal: he totally crapped the bed on that performance, and you know, I'm I'm bummed. Like, I, I really would have liked to see the Sixers get through that series and play the Cavs. I think it would have been more interesting. Um. at the time I saw, thought that and no said way. that. No way.
1: Last night proved us wrong.
0: Last night proved us wrong. But again, here's the deal. That's what, why basketball is great. Like, no one would have predicted it would have been a five series game with the Warriors and the Pelicans. After that first week, everyone thought, I bet they could push it till s- to six or seven. You know, I think the same would be said for the Jazz.
1: Potentially, yeah. I think the Jazz for sure more than the Pelicans Warriors. Sure.
0: But no one predicted, and I mean no one predicted that, you know, the the Celtics would have beat the the 76ers, except for Jared. <laughs> but, like, any right-minded person would have said, like, yeah, they're going to get torched because the Sixers look unbelievable.
1: Or the Cavs sweeping the Raptors. Oh, wait, I did that one, too. I forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got to start trusting you, man, because... It just makes basketball that much greater, in my opinion, that these things could happen and no one, you know, you think you know something and then voila, you know, the exact opposite happens. So that's crazy. But here we are today. We have tonight, this evening, we have the Warriors and the Rockets game one in Houston. I think game one is going to say a lot. I think it's leaning more towards the Rockets because it is at home for them in Houston. They have communicated the entire season that all they want to do is beat the Warriors. And now they have that stage and, you know, we'll see what happens. I think if they lock up Clint Capella, I think it might be kind of hard to beat them just with uh, Chris Paul and James Harden. But again, they're two incredible players, so I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, yeah, I think Clint Capella is going to be that. Um, deciding factor that's just me though what do you guys think are you excited about this series
2: josh commented on our instagram that he thinks warriors going all the way right to the championship so we give a shout to that i think I, I mean i'm hopeful and want to be with him in that
0: i think he didn't he say warriors in five i think so i think once they get to the finals it'll be warriors in five i don't know about this series that would maybe. be crazy but yeah maybe We'll see I'm predicting a seven-game series. I think that would just be the most fun and most exciting. And if it is a seven-game series, that means that seventh game will be in Houston, which will be probably really hard to play and win in. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's a six or seven-game series for sure. Yeah. And I think the X factor, I think... I think no matter what, just, like, with the Warriors, you're going to get points in production from, like, Durant, Curry, and Clay, Draymond, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, like, with the Rockets, you're going to get Chris Paul, Harden, and Clipella. And I think, are going to get theirs. I think it's going to happen. For sure. So I think it's more of, like, on their role players. Like, can P.J. Tucker, Gordon, and, like, Trevor Ariza, like, who's a pretty solid, like, 3 and D type defender, like, can Definitely. they lock down the other side or at least put more pressure on them to make them deviate from their game plan? And same thing with the Warriors, like... Can the Pachulias, like the Quinn Cook off the bench to give Curry some, um, some rest time? Sean Livingston, Iguodala, can they still have like their, you know, pure playoff performance that they always have of those like fifteen to twenty solid minutes across the game of like playing high impact yeah. defense and at least slowing down the Rockets because they're always gonna have Chris Paul or Harden on the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, from what I understand, I don't know if the Warriors always have, like, two of their four on the floor or at least one. I mean, maybe at least one, but, like, Draymond to me isn't the same as, like, the Clay, Durant, and Curry-type feel mm-hmm. of, like, the, the scoring performance that the other three could bring at any moment, just like Harden or Chris Paul can. But I don't know. I just think it's going to be a shootout. I really do.
0: Yeah. It, it's it's going to be high-scoring
1: games. I don't think defense— they're both better at it than they were in the past, but I don't think that's going to win it for them. I really think if one of the teams is having an off-shooting night or one of their like star players, especially for the Rockets, since they only have two of them really, yeah, then they're not, they're not going to perform. Like Chris Paul has to play out of his mind in his first West Finals appearance.
0: I think he will. I think he's ready for this. Yeah. I think he's been preparing for a long time. Because Harden's
1: going to get to the foul line 15 times a game.
0: Here's what I th- I'm thinking so, about I right know. now. So you remember the 2016 series when the Cavs won? The Warriors, I mean, they brought, you know, they play at such an incredible pace and the Cavs just couldn't keep up. So they did. They basically just slowed it down and played old man ball, which I think is what they're about to do with the Celtics. But that's what they did with the Warriors. And you look at a team like Houston where they're kind of like they can play at a really high pace, but then they can really, really slow it down and just go to the foul line every single time, which I mean, they do for the most part. So I think that's going to be pretty well, I'm not worried about the Warriors, but I think that's going to be a wrinkle in this series of like they're not going to be always prepared for what type style ball the Rockets are going to bring them.
1: Yeah, I really think I think you got a really good point. Like the Rockets can can adapt to either style of play, I think better than the Warriors could. You I do? think they're better. I think so. Okay. Like, how can the Warriors really like slow down the ball? Like they don't have that big dominant presence low in the paint.
0: Yeah, that, I mean it's true they they have. A really good defensive player, but he's not by no means a large individual.
1: Like, he's not a guy you can just easily lob up an alley oop to like Capella can. He's going to be out jumping Draymond by, you Definitely. know, maybe a foot. And
0: that's why I think, like, his sole mission tonight in this series is to take down Capella, which I think he can do, but I mean, he his body is just not as big as his, which is a you know an issue
1: yeah and the way Harden draws contact better than anybody in the league and then chris paul always finds those weird gaps like in the paint or in the block there when he's dribbling around and just pulls up for that 10 foot jumper and it's like in every time that's the thing he's like, really good at creating that separation there against those big guys to have those high arching shots over them that just sink and he did it to the lakers all the time for yeah. the clippers and the and the the hornets back then yeah that's right gosh he's, was he's,
0: he's really good at the mid-range um, One thing that a lot of people are talking about is that, you know, the Warriors have just like skated by this whole season, haven't really put forth the effort they normally do. And I think that's true. I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, Curry only played like 53 games, I think. Durant played like 60 odd games. Um, So I think they were just kind of saving it up for this. And I'm really excited for that because we have seen... Both of those guys, and I would say mostly Durant, reach a point in a game where he's like, I just need to take over this game and win. We're down nine. I need to get us back up, you know, plus 10. He's done it consistently over and over and over, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's his mentality going into this series. They obviously want to play team ball. But, I mean, I think it was last game or two games ago when uh, Draymond Green was told Durant like hey you need to take over this game like we can't lose this game so I think I, my hope is that they would have that mentality going in because I mean they're the best team I think hands down the best team in the NBA we can all agree with that even though it might be hard for some of us to accept they're the best yeah, team <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah I, I just want them to pr- to prove that and, and obviously the Rockets are the biggest threat and they've been the biggest threat this entire season so, this is, you know, I'm I'm really excited about this series. This is what, this is the finals to me. Like, this is why people watch basketball.
1: I think everybody wanted this, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Like, I don't like to see the Warriors win and make it far, but if I have to say this, which I hate saying it, like, yeah, these are the two best teams probably in the league. They are. That are going to go sure. against each other right now. Yeah, except so, the Lakers. And especially with, like, the star talent that they have, like, it's going to be a fun shootout to watch. Yeah. Hopefully the Rockets are victorious.
0: To each his own.
1: Any thoughts, Ellen? You excited?
2: I'm excited. I think that I totally agree with you guys that in previous seasons, I think they've been more consistently like hyped, if that makes sense, through like mid to end of the season. I think now they have to ramp it up a little bit. Definitely. And I think you're right. Not, I wouldn't say they're holding back, but I think there's still a little more chemistry maybe to develop here in the in this series yeah hopefully everyone's getting back to their old groove and just gonna be powerhouses
0: i think they are i mean we definitely saw it with that pelican series i mean igudala looks like igudala again like these role-playing guys like they're providing more of an impact they're playing at a heightened level and i think because they're they're willing to put themselves out there more because this is i mean this is what you play for this is why they do this should we talk about the Cavs-Celtics series at all? Cavs-Celtics, <laughs> dude, that was a crazy game yesterday.
1: They got blown out. I was pretty shocked.
0: <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. I, I like, I didn't get to watch the game live, but I recorded it, caught up with it later. But I was, you know, it was Mother's Day. Come on. I got. To, I was watching ESPN, the scores on my phone, and I just like the whole time, like, couldn't believe it was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think at half, it was like thirty-three. 56 or something. Like that was insane. And I I don't yeah. know, like that you know, in my head I thought this was a possibility, but by no means did I think it would like be that big of a blowout.
1: What do you think, Jared? Yeah, I agreed. I thought honestly I oh, I kind of thought the Celtics and the Rockets tonight are going to take game 1 just cuz home court finals like they're both pumped. You know, these teams don't get there that often. For sure. And I don't know. I just think that's a huge impact for home court advantage. LeBron had rest. I thought I was going to get more out of him, especially with Morris calling him out. Yeah. But he did. I mean, he still had, like, a good game. Yeah, he played fine. Like, 17, 9, and 8 or something right like that. now. Like, that's still a really good game. For sure. But, like, they just couldn't pull it together. The rest of the team didn't show up. And the Celtics were just firing on all, all cylinders with Horford. Uh, what was it? He had, like, 20 and Jaylen 10. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown had, like, 25 points. Tatum and then played incredible. Morris. Yeah, who won't do this again? At like twenty five and eleven or something. I don't know, like, Come man. on, he's not going to do that again. No way.
0: Yeah, um, <clears throat> a lot of sportscasters are talking about how like they use the same approach they used for the uh, Toronto series, which was you know have all their shooters basically surround Le- LeBron, but you can't do that against a team like the Celtics, who all they have is defense at this this point. Like they have you know they they can shoot they have people who can play offense obviously but at this point without like those stars all they can do is figure out like how are we going to stop this team what did they do to sweep the rockets and how are we not going to let that happen the raptors yeah i'm sorry the the yeah, raptors yeah. yeah and i think i just think it's crazy that like i mean you know, you watch that game, and all you think, all I thought was like, "Oh my gosh, Brad Stevens is an unbelievable coach." Totally, because he has nothing to work with, and yeah. then
1: he was able to. Okay, I wouldn't say nothing. Their guys are good and young and athletic for sure. I but they're not say proven. I would but say, like, most of them aren't proven. You know, like, I get what you're saying. <clears throat>
0: it's a grab bag, like mm-hmm. you know, like Tatum's going to be great. There's no question about it. He's going to be great. Jalen Brown has is obviously going to be a really good basketball player. Al Horford looks like the MVP. Like he <laughs> yeah. he's so good. And you it's funny, you kind of saw this in the um what's that game at the midseason all-star game. Like you could just tell he's a very smart basketball player. Like he knows where he's supposed to be at what specific time, where the ball's moving, how the game flow is going like and Duncan. how he can intervene. Exactly. He's like a Tim Duncan. Um so that was just really really cool and Brad Stevens, like in one of the highlights Jared and I were watching earlier, they had a different defender on LeBron almost every time LeBron had the ball, which meant he didn't know where this guy is going, and he had guys with fresh legs all the time on him, and LeBron like, you know, like he just was like grabbing for stuff, like it, it wasn't happening, he was shut yeah, down.
1: I think that was like, that had to have been their game plan to switch up their defender every time.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like when, you, when it's we watched, I watched
1: one of Kobe's like detail episodes, and mm-hmm. it was him when like the Nuggets were guarding him in the playoffs, and like Melo and them were trapping him with the ball. He's doing early passes. So then he was like explaining that he could start reading. He knew what he was looking at and what they were doing every time because it was the same defender coming at them for those plays. Right. But I think that got in LeBron's head when you don't have the same person coming at you, you can't dictate what they've done on pass plays and what they might try to do to you or what moves you can set them up for for a future offensive possession when you control the ball. For sure. And so with, when he's getting these different looks, matching up with body styles on different people, I think he had to adjust his game every single play instead of sizing people up and maybe factoring in like three or four plays from now, I'm going to be able to get him on this move, but it's not the same guy. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was really hard for him to control and figure out. That's why you saw him holding the ball, doing those late fadeaways on the baseline, trying to go over the backboard, like trying to drive and kick out to the to the passing lanes, but guys were just picking because they knew.
0: He didn't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was weird. It was weird.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if they switch it up. I think tomorrow's their next game. Like I think the pace is going to be way slower. I think there's going to be a lot more Tristan Thompson clogging it up. I yeah, I think it's it's going to be ugly. But that's I mean that's how they beat the Warriors that one year. So I don't know.
1: I also think you're going to see some of their like role players get more comfortable in the garden. Like it's game one. There's a lot of you know nerves, jitters going on. You mean like George Hill? (laughs) Yeah, George Hill, like J.R. Smith, Korver, like. Clarkson coming off the bench, like those guys are going to get more comfortable. This is like Clarkson's first playoff appearance. He's with the crappy Lakers team, as much I hate to say it. Like, he's never had a shot like this. Yeah. And so, but he for got him to, yeah, for him to have, think he has like easy buckets after he drives, it's not happening. Like He's got to go up hard. He's got to go up hard. And yeah. Kevin Love, too. He looked like a soft Pau Gasol again. <laughs> Gosh. I love Pal Gasol, dude. Yeah. yeah. He got destroyed. Yeah, that was week. a crazy game, man. Um, I'm excited. I still think Cavs win, by the way. Okay. I still think they do. Just like I think the Rockets will. I think it's
0: going to be a seven game series. And if that's the case, they have to. Well, darn it. It's hard to bet against LeBron in a game seven. Like, at that point, he's going to lose all his limbs if he needs to to win. So I'm excited. Ellen, final thoughts on this series?
2: (laughs) I think. I mean, this is not a novel concept, but like, LeBron cannot single handedly win a series. And I think. The rest Unless of the it's game. in
0: a different country. <laughs>
2: <laughs> in this series, he cannot take it by himself, so either his team needs to step up or the Celtics are going to win. I kind of want the Celtics to win just for their kind of underdogness.
0: I kind of do too, yeah. as much as I hate the Celtics. From a basketball standpoint, it's just impressive to see. Like this is a purely a coach against the greatest player of all time, and game one was really exciting for that.
1: Yes, Jerry. LeBron did single-handedly beat the Pacers earlier this year. Let's not forget that. And this was the same type of thing. That was seven games, though. Yeah, but the Pacers won game one, and the Cavs still bounce back. That's why I think this will be a similar series. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. We cannot count LeBron out. And his quote even said it the other night. What did he say? I don't remember. Something silly. He's not worried or something. No, he was like, I'm not worried. This ain't March Madness. Like It's not one game. It's a whole series. Yeah, They're not going to be able to contain him a whole series. He's going to be watching this film for... 48 hours and then just pick these teams apart yeah man he's gonna get his trust me
0: i just think like if i'm you know if it comes down to tyloo against brad stevens i go brad stevens every time
1: yeah but is tyloo really the coach i think it's more lebron <laughs> know, james coaching saying, his players versus <laughs> brad stevens? Saying,
0: that's, it's weird to think about that
1: um cool so
0: when we come back we're gonna talk you know about the future of the show where we're headed guys welcome back to the show hey (laughs) all right so before we left for our little break i said what are we gonna do with the future of the show and the reason we bring that up is because you're no dummy you know basketball is coming to a close soon (laughs) so we wanted to throw it out to the people do we continue the podcast in the off season we're gonna have a whole segment where we just you know it's empty. There's no there's no songs. There's no music. There's no nothing. It's just blank spaces. Taylor Swift. Do we continue the show? Some of the ideas we thought about making it more of a news briefing. That seems really hard. I don't know if people would be into that. <laughs> we also talked about maybe reviewing more movies once a week or something. I don't know. That might be fun or a TV show or American Idol, Survivor, whatever, whatever you're into. So we wanted to throw that out to you guys. Send us an email, foodhoopsthings at gmail.com.
2: Like, please actually email us. We promise we read them. Speaking
0: of emails,
2: oh,
1: <laughs> we have an email.
0: Jerry, would you like to read
1: this to us? Interesting. Yeah, I've actually never seen this before, and That's I didn't talk lie. to her about sending this either, so this is really interesting. That's probably also a lie. Hello, all. I just wanted to inform you that we need to get... Hashtag justice for Jared Interesting Going because I agree with all of his food Opinions on the podcast I stand with you Jared Hashtag justice for Jared Deanna, Deanna. Um, do, do I even know a Deanna? I think you do yeah, <laughs> I totally no, I do no, Deanna Meyer do.
0: I'm assuming Deanna has a meat tray Every day as well at lunchtime <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah we talk about that On our side podcast I thought you guys heard about it But I guess not <laughs>
0: Food, meat, and other meats.
1: <laughs> it's actually just called Deanna and Jared Meat Tray.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Cool, man. That's awesome. That's cool. We got our an email.
1: So it's, interesting. The justice for Jared. Yeah. What is justice for Jared? I, I think the backstory is I, I usually come into the office on Wednesday after the podcast has been posted on yeah, Tuesday, sure. and and Taylor, my, one of my really good buddies here on the podcast <laughs> with me. Alan. I don't know if you're aware of the bullying that goes on. Um, <laughs> Walks in and says, hey, Jared, you got to check out this text I got from my buddy. Jared's a complete idiot. (laughs) His food and hoops knowledge is complete garbage. What an idiot Jared is. Like, stuff like that. It's never
0: that. Hold
1: up. I'm talking. (laughs) It's stuff like that that just makes me consider, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, (laughs) Like, do the fans even love me anymore? You know? Dude, the fans love you. (laughs) I love you.
0: Oh my god! No,
1: this is not real. Whoa, guys, we are live on location, and Deanna showed up. (laughs) Here, set open the door with an epic, epic thing to give us.
0: You will never guess who just walked in here.
1: Oh my gosh, Deanna just walked in. This is not real. (laughs) <laughs> we, we've got a oh food my gosh. hoops things Deanna. Oh my this gosh, is not real. I think this is copyright infringement, oh but I don't my. care. We Deanna? are now shooting hoops on the fake basketball with our logo as the backboard. We have the on the Instagram, guys, this will be on Instagram.
0: Deanna, wait, will you take the microphone? Yeah. Guys, we have with us the none other than the email that was just sent to us oh, from Deanna. We're
1: we were literally just talking about this.
3: Am I your the only one in your fan club?
1: So that's what we... <laughs> what <you're> <laughs> I
3: because Jared was talking to me.
1: Well, uh, like, uh, no, this is, is totally is organic. organic. Yeah, I didn't tell you to send this.
3: No, he didn't. He didn't. This is all on me. Thank you. Um, he was like, Taylor always comes in and everyone's like, Taylor's amazing. Jared's trash. Yeah. So I had to come back and say, just for Jared. Thank you. Although if you look at the the little basketball that I just made you...
1: Your name. My name is slightly covered. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting.
3: Hashtag justice for Jared.
1: This kind of sums up the show. Dana, first <laughs> I, of I all get it. I
0: get it. Thanks for the hashtag. We will never be using it. But did you did you make that thing? Okay, so if you look on the back Here, get get on the microphone. Yeah. Did you did you make this thing?
3: I mean like I just printed your logo. It's on the back of a nerf. Oh like goodness. actual little basketball hoop for the door but i just printed your logo
2: presently being worn by Jared i have several tears line. welling
0: up in my face ellen what do you think about this thing
2: this is the best day thanks Deanna, for coming thank you
0: diana this is so cool ah. this is the studio this is where we do the podcast so
2: glad to be here. welcome nice
0: in. can you tell the other fans to send us some more emails
3: yeah, if you guys want to go to, um, the email address is foodhoopsthings food at
0: gmail.com.
3: And um, just send an email, put the subject line as justice for Jerry. Oh, my gosh.
1: This is the greatest show you've ever <laughs> done. <laughs> Dude, I feel Deanna, so much this love is and amazing. support.
0: Thank you for stopping by. This is great. Thanks for having me. We're the All right. That was the most thoughtful, <laughs> nicest thing. Sorry about that break. Um Wow, Deanna, Incredible, perfect timing too. Um, yeah, so I mean, we have our first piece of fan art, fart we'll if you Instagram. will. Oh. <laughs> just kidding, fan art. It's the first time that's ever happened. So seriously, so cool. We'll put po- we'll post this on the Instagram. Hi, Jared. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just dunked on me. Um, all right, cool. So, what were we talking about? Justice for Jared. Yeah, let's move on. (laughs) Let's get to a new topic.
2: We're talking about what summer for food hoops and other things looks like.
0: I mean, after this fan art, we might as well just keep going because this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We actually do have something to talk about for other things. Jerry never wants been to ask before. a question that is just so original and so creative. What is it, Jerry?
1: Well, as most people don't agree with me, this I'm sure is going to rouse some more feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? What do you guys like better? I'm a Pepsi guy. Why do you like Pepsi? Wild cherry, enough said. I mean, seriously?
0: They have cherry Coke, dude. Have you heard of it? It's awful. It's not awful. awful. Tastes pretty
1: similar. Why do you guys always team up on me, man?
0: Jerry, I'm a. I would. I like your question. First time I've ever heard it in my life. <laughs> Lying. <laughs> I'm a Coca-Cola guy myself. Always have been. Always will be. I used to work at a, uh, a organization called Smart Water, which is owned by Coca-Cola. That's my favorite water. Yeah. Same. And ever since, so I've you've just been, been like,
1: brand long. Yeah, indoctrinated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been indoctrinated to choose Coca Cola over Pepsi. That's just me, though, dude. Sounds well, like it's
2: also me, though.
0: Oh, Ellen, you choose the same
2: Coke always. Coke always. Well, Diet Coke always. Like when they go to BJ's and they're like, "Can I get a Diet Coke, please?" I'm like, I'm "Is Diet Pepsi okay?" I'm like, I'm
0: like. Sometimes it's not okay.
2: My favorite, one of my favorite memes is like, "Is Monopoly money okay?"
0: <laughs> I've never heard <laughs> that. Go funny. to pay for it. Yeah, I personally love Coke Zero. If I'm gonna yeah. pick a Coca Cola, I just s- love it so extra these days. What does that mean? Anyways, yeah. So that any any final thoughts? This ended kind of crazy. I just don't get you people. <laughs> Justice for Jared. Once again, Deanna, thank you for this incredible fan art. Coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Ellen, really good to have you back in the studio. Good to be here. Jared, I'm so fortunate to get to spend every single day with you. (laughs)
1: Man. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love you, dude. And I love you guys. All right. Until next week, chomp out. Yeah, Jared, did Maybe you want to, to sing, sing a song? Jared, you got a song, brother?
1: You're gonna miss us. <laughs> You're gonna beans, greens, but it. <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> Alright, see thing. you next week.